Joy to the world, the Lord has come. This is Jerry G. Martin. We are celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, one of the most significant events in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son, that whoever would believe on him would not perish, but shall have everlasting life. He was born for our salvation. He was crucified for our salvation. He was raised up on the third day for our salvation. And now we are celebrating who he is and that he's not only come to the world, but he has come to our lives. Use the opportunity of this season to invite someone to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Listen to these messages today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word as we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Whether we're rich or poor, no matter what our race or culture or class is, the Bible tells us that we all have one thing in common. It is appointed unto us once to die. And then after you die, then the judgment. The other day I asked a group, I said, how do you define success? And I said, this is how I define success. I define success by making it to heaven. You can do everything else you want to, but Jesus put it this way. So what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and then lose his soul? That's what Jesus was saying. Duh, if he was talk like we talk. You gain the whole world and then lose your soul? You just don't have a clue about eternity. Jesus came to earth as a man and lived the perfect life and died for our sins and rose from the dead so he can give us eternal life. And he says, that's happiness. He offer us forgiveness and fulfillment. He offer us peace and happiness. And once we recognize that we were sinners and we give our life to Jesus Christ, then he becomes the king of our lives and the Lord of our lives. The first thing that wise men do is to seek the Lord. The Bible tells us that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. If that's where wisdom starts when you fear God. He says, the fool says in his heart, there is no God. Wise men seek him. King Herod was enraged when he met these magi. He met these men coming in. He was enraged and he asked, where is he who's born the king of the Jews? Who's been born the king? I'm the king. Who else is supposed to be king around here besides me? And how can he be born a king when I had to struggle to become the king? I had to walk over people. I had to kill a couple of people to take this job. And he's going to be born a king? Who is he? Nobody's a king when they're born. Herod was beside himself, but he kept calm. And he tried to make a deal with the Magi. When you find him, just come and tell me where he is so I can worship him. But the Magi was wise beyond measure because God was speaking to them. The Lord spoke to them and said, now uh, Herod is up to something. So don't go back to him. You better go home another way. They knew enough through the supernatural means that Herod was lying to them and now they had a choice. Am I going to serve and accommodate the king or am I going to serve God? If they served Herod, He might reward them greatly. 
Jesus was just a baby. He, he doesn't have anything to give to me. But uh, here's the king, and he wants us to side with him. And uh, if we go back to him, he may reward us. We may have political ties. We may be able to move back and forth in this country. And that's a choice that we always have to make. Are we going to serve God, or are we going to serve the king of this world? Maybe they can have the best of both worlds. We can worship the baby, then go back and talk to the king. But they said, no, we will not have our cake and eat it too. That's not what they did. They went to worship this little baby. God warned them in a dream, and they were faithful to serve God, regardless of the danger of disobeying King Herod. Wise men still serve him. Are you serving him? That's the first question. He's called you to do something. You know, we just heard from a young lady today who said her father spoke to her and said, I believe God wants us to start this service to kids with autism. God will speak to you too about something that he wants you to do to serve him. You first seek him and then you serve him. Wise men seek him, wise men serve him, and then wise men worship him. These men had taken a long journey with one purpose in mind, and that purpose was to worship the one who was born the king of the Jews. And they came to worship the Son of God. And they did it with confidence. They did it with hope. Look at some of their language when they came. They said, where is the one who has been born the king of the Jews? They came a long way. They weren't just coming on a lick and a promise. They said, we know that he's being born. We know this. How do we know this? I don't know how they knew that. They saw the star. It means something to them. God spoke to them through nature, and they said, we know he's here. We know he's somewhere. We're following him. They didn't just set out for a leisurely ride in the desert and show up at Jerusalem and said, we heard something might be in this area. What's what's happening? Show me what's going on. No, they said, we know there's a king, and he's been born, and we're, we're here to find him. They brought with them expensive gifts, gifts that were fit for a king. They brought gold, a gift of wealth for royalty. They brought frankincense, a gift for a man living a hard-working life. They knew he was going to not just be royalty, but he's going to come up through the ranks of a hard-working man. They brought myrrh, a gift suited for one's burial. They knew that he's going to be born and his death is going to be significant for us. They bought expensive gifts because they knew they were worshiping a king. Wise men still worship him. Are you a wise man or woman? Are you going to spend time worshiping him? Now, I'm not talking about just coming to church. See, you can attend church and still not worship him. Worshiping him is rendering your life to him and allowing him to have control of your life and be the Lord of your life. Worship involves praising God in both our speaking and both our singing and our lifestyle. Worship involves hearing the word of God and obedience to the word of God so that he can change our lives and we can grow spiritually. Worship involves giving our gifts to the Lord, whatever they might be. Our gold, our silver, our talent, our time, our resources, and our heart. So how are you doing in your worship? Are you taking time to praise and to confess and to study and to grow? 
He wants that out of our lives. Are you giving generously of your time, extravagantly to God and work, our act of giving in our worship? Wise men seek him, wise men serve him, and wise men worship him. I pray that uh, we in this church will be a church of wise men and wise women, that we seek him with all of our heart, that we serve him, that we worship him as he lead us every day. In this season where we are focusing on the birth of Christ, now I know Jesus was not born on December the 25th, but I do know he was born. When somebody come up to you and say, he wasn't born in December yet, but he was born and we're going to celebrate his birth. So this is as good a time as any to celebrate the birth of Christ that he came. And not only did he come then, he came again into my life and he changed my life. So he was born in me and I was born in him. Let's go all out in this season of sharing the good news of the birth of Christ and what it means to us. I pray that he will lead us every day to become more and more of his growing family of believers, being transformed into his likeness, and that he is the one that we worship. I want you to take his light this week to somebody who don't know Jesus Christ. You know, while there's hustle and bustle and songs and carols and lights and all those things going on, there are many, many people who are in the depths of despair. There are people who may have lost a loved one, and this is only a reminder of how much they miss them, and they become disconnected and disengaged, and their smiles are fake smiles, and their, their uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays are just empty words that are coming out because they know it's time to say that. But we have the light of the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts and in our lives, and we're the ones that should have the beaming power of the Holy Spirit that just flows from us, that bring joy to the world. Jesus said that he wants our joy to be full. Here's what I want to do today. I want to pray for each of us that as we go out for the next few days, for the next few weeks, that we are taking the light of the Lord with us. We're following this, that light just like the wise men followed that light to Jesus' birth, to the place where he was. So we want to follow that light to the place that the Lord will lead us this week so that uh, we can engage in the lives of others and bless others who will come across our pathway. How many would want to do that? You may be going through something personally in your own life, but God will use your life to bless others. Father, we thank you that you came into the world to be our Lord, to be our Savior. We thank you that we celebrate your arrival. You've come to bring peace on earth and goodwill to men. We thank you, Lord, that you've come into our lives as our Savior, and we ask you to help us to take your light to the world, to others, to those who don't know you, to those who are in despair, someone is depressed and uh, falling away. We ask you to help us to reach out and to pick up someone who's fallen, someone who's discouraged, someone who's distant from you. Help us to bring them to a loving relationship with you. Use our lives and use our words and use our gifts that you've given us to be a blessing to others. Help us not to be focused on our own lives as much as to be focused upon what you want to do with our lives. We thank you, mighty God, for the gift that's in us, for the spirit of God that's in us 
that will help us to enrich the lives of others. We thank you for the privilege of being used by you in the name of Jesus Christ. There may be someone who's here this morning who say, Pastor, you were speaking to me. I'm not connected with Jesus Christ and I, I need fulfillment in my life. I'm at a place in my life where I need Christ. I need to be connected with Jesus. That's me. I need to make a change. I'm at a point in my life where I need a fresh start. Well, this is a day that you can make a fresh start with Jesus Christ. I'm ready to stand and go down this pathway and allow Jesus to be my Lord and my Savior. Just lift your hand right where you are. I want to pray with you. Or maybe you said, I want to get reconnected to where I used to be with Jesus Christ as Lord in my life. This is a good time for a fresh start, no matter who you are and where you are. You may be here this morning and you say, Pastor, I'm trying to get connected. I, I know Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, but I'm not connected in a church family, in a church home. and I need to get connected where I can grow and fulfill God's purpose for my life. And I believe the light of the world is a place that I can be connected. If that's you, every believer should be connected in a church family. We don't want you to leave here today not connected. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I certainly hope that you have enjoyed this message for the season. The Bible tells us that Jesus came to bring peace, to bring salvation, and bring his joy into our lives and to our heart. We sing joy to the world. This year has been a tumultuous year. Many of us do not have the joy of the Lord in us today. We may not have the peace of God in our hearts right now because of all the things that have been going on around us. But I want you to know that the Lord Jesus Christ is still seeking to save those who are lost. He's still bringing his joy and he's still bringing his peace to every one of us who will turn our hearts toward him and invite him into our lives and allow him to be the Lord of our lives. He was born so that we can be born again and have a new life in Christ Jesus. I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We are meeting in person on Sundays. For more information or if you have a prayer request, call us at 281-964-1393. That's 281-964-1393. I also invite you to join us online each Sunday at 10 a.m at lowcf.org. Again, that's lowcf.org. And then don't forget about the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. Call us if you need church supplies, communion supplies, offering envelopes, Bibles or books, or study material. 281-441-2885. Again, that's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, may the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.